cliffcentral.com and welcome to Belighted with Ramion Romeo on a beautiful, beautiful Monday morning. It's raining. I don't know how people drive. I mean, it took me almost two hours to just leave my house to get here, but I made it. I am here. And welcome to you, our beautiful, beautiful listeners. And we love it that you keep downloading the podcast and keep tuning in live, live stream. As much as data is expensive, but you guys, you know how to do it anyway. We love that. Welcome. Um, I have Romeo somewhere outside. Romeo is not in studio with us this morning, but I'm sure I can find him somewhere and see if he's there. Hello, Romeo. Ah, good morning. Good morning. Yeah. And then, yeah, I feel left out. How do you say beautiful people? What about handsome people? Eh? Well, hey. that's, that's, that was a general thing, Romeo. Uh, how are you today, Romeo? <laughs> I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good. And where are you? Yeah. Because like this whole thing of you not showing up in studio, it, it's becoming a habit. How do we deal with that? Ah, it's not becoming a habit, Pella. You see, I think we're taking advantage of uh, beautiful technology. You know, I could be sitting in Ethiopia. I could be sitting in Madagascar. I could be sitting at some exotic island in, in the seashells. And I am able to just still feed through. You see, it's like I haven't gone anywhere. You know, you know the culture of social media where you have spoken to someone for over a year, but you don't realize that you haven't actually seen them. Yeah, well, that is true. But now tell us the truth. We know you're not in Ethiopia or ex- ex- some exotic. Exotic island somewhere. Tell us the truth, Romeo. Exactly yeah. where are you? Hi, my friend. Why are you putting, why are you putting a brother on the spot? Anyway, I've got. Uh, I'm, I'm working on this deal, and um, uh, so the idea is, you know, uh, customers who call a meeting, you know, and say, "Can we see you?" this time and you know it's like a it's crunch time so uh i did think you know what yes my meeting is at actually an hour in, in fact when the show ends i need to be at that meeting but i thought you know what i i am not making it a habit of missing the show because i really but now really stop love. moving because you're like cutting out a bit stop moving I'm, I'm actually not moving. I'm, you I'm better not be place. moving. I'm you prob- better be sitting in one place. I'm not moving at all. Okay, fine. I promise you. Enough of your yeah. boring anyway, customer how was your stories. Week, how was your weekend? How was your weekend, Pella? I know you always be uh, up to something. Well, my weekend was quite okay. It wasn't bad at all. I've just been running around as usual. And I spent the, uh, the weekend with my beautiful friend, Renata. Renata Stierman. And yeah, uh, and uh, my... Yes, I saw the picture. I feel like it's there. You see, I saw the pictures. Robert, and I stop see moving. You're cutting clubbing. out. Stop uh, I'm not moving. I'm okay, okay, I hear you. I hear you. Okay, now I can hear you. Yes. Um, okay, uh, no, the weekend was fine. I was, I was hanging out with my friends and yeah, and, um, yeah, and the kids, Gefilo managed to come home and Wotselo didn't go anyway. Um, yeah, so she was around and she also went and slept over at her friend's house for a friend which she had just met on the day. I'm telling you, my kids are like, but you, need, you, you see, you see, Ramsta, what, what, what I like about you as well is that, you know, it doesn't matter how busy you, you, you are. You always make time for family and you always make time for your friends. And I think uh, this is the month of love. And, you know, we're talking to couples, you know, we're talking to lovers out there where we're saying it doesn't matter. Nobody is too busy for love. True. If you really want it to work out, it is, is going to work out. It doesn't matter how busy you are. You will always find time. No, that is true. I have to. I have to. I have to. And how is your family, Romeo? I mean, my family is awesome, man. Uh, the girls are happy. You know, what is it, right, girls? And, uh, you know, I'm very excited. And uh, uh, I think also uh, my, my weekends are starting to get chilled out. You know, I, I'm not as busy as I used to, which is good. So the girls are growing, you see? The, the girls are growing now. So the you can like talk about yeah, chilling out. Growing. That's good. Okay, but Romeo, yeah. since you're not in studio, in studio, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know how you're going to do the drum roll if you're not here. But ladies and gentlemen, in studio you today, do the drum roll. no, no, I can't be talking and doing the drum roll at the same time. I can't multitask like that. I can't multitask okay. like that. Uh, but in yeah. studio today, um, we have the beautiful, beautiful couple who are crazy, really, really crazy about books to the, uh, to the point that they actually have opened their own bookshop. That's how crazy they get, oh. and that's how crazy yeah. they got. And they've got a okay. beautiful bookstore in Verenigheng. No, in Vanderbilt Park. You know Vanderbilt right. Park and Verenigheng. Uh, both of them, um, Helles Bayafer. So at the end of the day, you know, I confuse the two, but they actually, the bookshop is in Vanderbilt Park, and it is called African oh. Flavor Books. 
Okay. Now, Aha, yes, okay. they've got a, and this bookshop has just been growing in leaps and bounds. It's only three years old. No, in fact, going, just going for three years. And it's, it's like one of the biggest black owned bookstores in the country that we have. So ladies and gentlemen, oh. let's welcome oh. in studio. Mr. <laughs> I didn't do that. Oh, guess what? They're actually wearing the, the African flavor media, uh, African flavor books, um, uniform. And it says African flavor, uh, where people, where, where Africa meets. Yeah. And we'll talk about that. We've got Mr. Fortescue. That's how you say your name, right? Yes. Thank you. Javi. Fortescue. Yeah, Fortescue. And Nogutula. Hello, Rami. Okay, come closer to the mics. Come and hug them nicely. Yeah, you, you must like, just like, make love to the mics. Make right. love All to right. the mics. Yeah. Um, and they're here. Welcome to Be Lighted. Thank, no, thank you. Yeah, welcome, welcome. Uh, in my absentia, welcome as well. And uh, Rami, make sure she gives you water there. Make sure she takes care of you. But, uh, well, I'm, I'm definitely trying my best. Uh, unfortunately, Palisa decided to not bring water today. I don't know what happened. You see what happens when you work on a Monday. People don't consider you. Get but water. guys, welcome to Belighted. It's so good to have you here. We're excited that you're here. You could come here all the way from Thunder Bell Park and may, made it on time. Amazing. Oh, thank you so much, Sissy. Oh. Okay, so it's now let me honor. tell you. Let me. I'm gonna tell the the, the 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 listeners a bit about you and Romeo. I don't know how much how much Romeo knows you guys, but <laughs> I met you for the first time last, a, last year, last year in yes, February. Yes, yes. No, I met you first, Nogutula. Yes, because yes. you were coming to fetch books from, yes, from you. From me. Yes, yes, and then after that, I think about how many weeks later. It wasn't that day after that. Uh, yeah, a couple like, of weeks. A yeah. couple of weeks later, yes. then I went, I came through to the bookshop and I found yeah. you, Mr. Yes. Fortescue. <laughs> yes, and it has just been an amazing journey knowing you guys and just watching how you guys do your business. Uh, so tell us a bit about African Flavor Books. Okay. African Flavor Books uh, was started, um, uh, the idea itself uh, has been for five years. But we have been running a shop uh, for the last two years. Okay. Um, it was really based on the frustration that we felt as like, you know, because we are very, like, you know, we read a lot. Yeah. And we struggle to get the African literature books. And, uh, um, while we were researching our concept, we travel around the country and we found that most of our bookshops, they look more European and American <laughs> than African. Yeah, true. Uh, if you look at, like, you know, um, the books that are in there. And, uh, we told ourselves, we say, like, you know what, we can't question other people's models, business models and, yeah. and the business plans because that's how they want to make money. We said, like, you know, let's start something that will showcase the great talent we have in the country. And, um, that's how, like, you know, the idea was started. Yes. Okay. Okay, now, okay, uh, Nogutula, I can see right now when we go to, to the bookshop, we see yeah. a big store packed with books. Yeah. But I don't think that's how it was the first time around. So no. where was your first store? How big was it? And exactly where was it? It was the, the first store. It, it is the one that is, is in Funnabelle Park. The very one that we The all go very to. one that okay. you go to. And, and it was that big? Yes. Wow. And just to add on one that has just said now, it was out of, it was built again out of frustration. Because he has just written three books And uh, I was busy with my magazine at the time And I, I was frustrated Because I, I went to different um other retailers or booksellers and they were rejecting our, our material and I yeah. said you know what I've been in business since I was very young at the early age of 13 years and I, I, I did run a couple of uh, I mean businesses before that so I said you know what let's just do our own, start our own. Okay, in fact, I just want Romeo to, to come in there because I remember Romeo has written three books, right? Wow. And um, I'm, I'm sure you can also identify with the frustration of having material rejected yes. by big retailers or mm. book, uh, big bookstores. Yeah. Romeo? 
Yeah, thank you so much. And I think uh, what a what a befitting uh, introduction there, Remster, and you know for a couple. But there's also a number of uh, interesting facts that I identified from the you know from the introduction. One being the importance of sharing your vision as a couple, uh, and also you know being able to identify with a common cause. And then number two, you know, turning your rejection into, you know, into something that will empower you in the past. I mean, a lot of people could just say they rejected me and then they closed shop. But what you did is you, you, you didn't have a platform, but you actually created your own. Now, the, the, the question that I have there before we talk about me and my books is how important is it? Because I want us to create a belighted moment for someone who's listening, who feels that, you know, every, every door they open is always closed. They try and knock on people's doors and nobody rejects them. But what is the importance of driving your product forward and doing everything you have in your power and your arsenal to make it happen? Because I think that really summarizes uh, your opening statement. Yes, Romeo. Like, I think, uh, thank you for your question. Like, you know, uh, it is very important uh, for people to realize that when doors are being shut on you, like, you know, it gives you an opportunity uh, to really plan better. And that's what we did. Uh, the more the doors were shut on us, uh, we, we researched more. Uh, like, you know, we looked at how we can get our books out there in a different way. And, um, like, you know, um, so people should not be, like, you know, discouraged, um, when, like, you know, they, f- like, you know, uh, when they are rejected. Mm. Um, I think, uh, for us, we have big plans in terms of book distribution in this country. And, um, like, you know, people that, like, you know, came close to us, they will tell you that we are big dreamers, but we think that it is achievable uh, in our lifetime because the distribution is a big, issue in this country like you know and we want to solve that we want we are trying with one store we are making it easier for authors like you know to access and be able to sell their books directly to the customers so it is very important like you know to people not get discouraged it might take longer but don't be discouraged yeah yeah because i actually noticed that the store is more like i think you have 90 percent african books yes african it is. authors yes and we're proud of and that you're proud of that <laughs> yes and you always do like a couple of of launches yes the yes. authors to come through to the audience yes and 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 i think uh being in van der Beef park and how far it is mm-hmm. wasn't that like a bit of a challenge for you because someone would think if i wanted to get it and i want to get it easier i would rather be Central, like in Joburg City, for instance. But then you guys are in Van der Beel Park, and yeah. now everyone in Joburg and everywhere else now is leaving where they are yeah. to come to you guys in Van der Beel Park. You know, <laughs> and how did you get that winning formula going? It it was a challenge at first, but uh, we 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 just made sure that the authors were aware that people want to read their books, and if they come through the Val and they get associated with them and the type of stories that I'm telling because what I've always said is uh, most people they say black don't read they do read but they just don't find the material that they can associate uh-huh. with True. so we, we just pushed that uh, and said you know what people want to, to read your books or people are looking for your books yeah. please come that will help with the sales that will help with marketing the business yeah. so that was one of uh, the, 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 uh, the ways that we did it so yeah I don't I know think, yeah, yeah like I think yeah. No, no, continue. I'll come up to you. Okay. No, like I say, like, no, the other thing is that, um, we need to realize that, like, you know, uh, we need to teach our people. Mm. And, uh, Val, we knew that it was going to be very difficult mm. because there's no reading culture that is huge like Jobek. But we knew that if we get successful in there, because we work very hard there to sell books. And when we come, like, you know, and do the pop-up stores here, like, you know, it seems like an easy job. But, uh, the, the most important thing is to teach our people and to create new markets. Yeah. Uh, when we started with our first book launch, I think we had 10, 15 people. And now, like, you know, we can get uh, close to 100 people.
Mm. Like, yeah, you know, and they, more, and, yes. and more, yeah. and more, like, you know, yes, yes, and more. And, uh, that has shown that, like, you know, we have managed to create new interests and, uh, and, uh, there's a new market. And those people, uh, most of them didn't buy books before, mm. but yeah. in the last two years, they've been taught the importance of buying books. So most of the time we need to be very, very brave. And, like, you know, and, uh, I, I like what you are saying is that we try to invite, the, like, you know, the authors and we tell them, we said, for us, the, like, you know, the most yes, business is about money, and yeah. money like is important for you to be sustainable. But knowledge for us, like you know, distribution of knowledge is more powerful. Uh-huh. And uh, we, oh. we like you know, even the publishers when they try to stop us to get the authors, mm. like you know, talking about the budget, we take it from our own budget. Yeah, to make sure that like you know, the authors come and share their knowledge True. because like you know, knowledge is more like you know, powerful, and money is something that like you know what it can come later for us. Romeo. Mm. Yeah, I, I like I like what you're saying, Mpoy, too, because, you know, I, 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 I hope I coined this phrase and I need to make it grow because I think one of the things that we encourage authors to do is to create their own codes. And uh, that's what I started doing as well in my books. I don't use other people's codes anymore because how will my writing be remembered or how will I be remembered yes. as an author if I quote, you know, uh, uh, quotations from, you know, uh, people all over the world? I mean, obviously, there's nothing wrong with that. But here is one thing that I had said, and I believe it so much, that your vision must be big enough to carry you when everybody drops you. And I hope that's something that, uh, you know, I will be remembered by. And number two, I'd like to pose a challenge to the four of us to say, you know what, I think May was saying that, uh, you know what, uh, blacks don't read, but, you know, they're starting to read, and obviously it's evident, but also we need to perpetuate the culture of writing as well. And we need to get sponsors to actually do a writing workshop and get people to come for free, but it has to be sponsored. So that's my challenge to the four of us. All of us have written books, but we need to start, you know, engaging more, especially young people, to start uh, writing books. Uh, just the thought that I, I throw the spanner in the works there. Yeah, in fact, um, what Nogutula was saying is that it was it's actually a misconception that black people don't read. And she was saying they do. Yeah. The problem is that it is the material. Because in high school, I remember we used to read Secret Seven, yes. Daniel Seal, yes. Famous Five. My kids were reading Sweet Valley High. Yes. Mm. You know, everything mm. was just like, and there were like those little uh, ladybug books. Do you yes. remember the little lady, ladybug yeah. books uh, for kids? Yes. But we never had, um, we never had any African literature per se in our libraries. True, know? true. And even in my high school, I remember most of the books, like eighty percent, they were in English, and then another ten maybe Africans, and then mm. then the last ten. To be different African languages, yeah, you know, mm. and I think that is what is making people disregard this whole thing of reading. Of reading, because, you yes. know, when someone is like, "Yes," and we were walking in the snow, <laughs> and they were kissing, <laughs> and in front of the fireplace, and then we're like, "We don't. What are you talking about? We don't do Where that." <laughs> like I mean, I mean, I mean, Sechero, yeah. I mean, I mean, no We don't do snow. <laughs> what are these people talking about? Yes, you know, and yes. I think some sometimes that makes makes people. To, to get detached True. from, from the books. And now what I wanted to, to ask, because now is that what has driven you guys to have the passion to basically push African literature? Because I mean, you've got, it's not just the South African literature that I, uh, literature that I saw. I saw different books from all over, from Zim, from Nigeria, from Ghana. I mean, you even have some of the oldest books mm. that people are, are struggling to find in the bigger, Book book stores, you know. Yeah. How do you even get hold of those those books? How do you get the material away from way? As 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 you're saying, first of all, I, just going back a bit, it is frustrating even going to a library and not finding something that you can associate with. Yeah. I remember when I was still at that time standard seven and <laughs> and I was looking for a book that I can read that I can associate with and that can teach me about our culture I couldn't find anything yeah. and, and as a result I ended up buying I mean uh, reading there's a stranger in my house that was my first book and I'm thinking <laughs> what but 
But uh, it's so frustrating. What we, what we're trying to do with my husband is to make sure that people, the books that they can they can associate with, that it's easier for them to find. Even the sales that we do uh, on a monthly basis, we just to make sure that it, it, the books are always there. I don't know. <laughs> yes, like if I may add, uh, you like you know you spoke about like you know. Uh, the distribution of books. Mm. Uh, where do we source the books? Yes. Um, we, we proud ourselves with one thing. We understand, like, you know, uh, the, the material that we want our people to access. Yeah. Uh, we, like, you know, we believe that, like, you know, knowledge is power and most of the time, uh, you need to balance it. Like, yeah. you know, um, like, you know, the stories yeah. that, like, you know, all the authors, like, you know, are telling us, um, is beautiful stories. Yeah. And, uh, like, you know, and those stories, like, you know, um, they can change people's lives. And uh, that is why we try by all means, like, you know, to research. And uh, most of the books that uh, we, like, you know, if we can't find the books in South Africa because there's no distributor, we go out of our way to make sure that we get them o- over overseas. Like you said, that, like, you know, most of the um, African, Books you can only access them very easily overseas. overseas. So now mm. we are local. Mm. Mm. We are looking for local yes. material, mm. but then we have to go via, via overseas, overseas to get our local material. Yes. How insane yeah, is that? It's very frustrating. It is. It should be. Mm. Okay, Romeo, you were, you were saying something, my dear. Yeah, and I think I think also there's a very very important point. Uh, to, to this. You know, for example, you have a lot of uh, international, especially, uh, you know, let me not mention countries, but there's a lot of international publishing houses uh, that will come and tell you, no, you know what, you must publish with us. But I think w- what we don't realize is that we, you're signing away your IP, actually, your intellectual property, and then, you know, you, you sign up with them, and then they end up selling you your own material. Mm-hmm. And I've seen a lot of uh, young writers, you know, going through that trap. I mean, obviously, they tried me as well, and I completely just told them, not, not going to happen, <laughs> uh, because my model was different. And uh, we, we'll talk about how I kind of like... Uh, conceptualized my, my myself publishing but because i think i want to give our guests more time to really you know educate us because i think there's some beautiful belighted moments that are, are being thrown in there so yes rams over to you absolutely if you just tuned in we are speaking to uh, mr fatiski and miss nogutula helepi they are the owners of african flavor books which is based in Vanderbilt park it is the only no it is not the only but it is one of the biggest African, not just South African, African bookstores. Yes. Where you can find more than 80% of African literature. And they're in Vanderbilt Park at the Val Walk Shopping Center. That is on corner DF Malan and FW Bear Street. And so you need to get yourselves there. I mean, I have to leave forward to actually get to, to Vanderbilt Park to get, to just come and see the materials that you have. And I've, I mean, there's so many authors and so many authors just walk in. You'll just be sitting there and then, you know, an author will just walk in and say, no, I just wanted to check on how you guys are doing. I'm like, so you guys are like very, very famous in the literature world. You guys are like just making your footprint is so big and it's so large. Oh, that humbles us. Thank you. <laughs> and we honestly love what you do. But now, since we're actually celebrating the month of love more than anything, and you know, we, we have spoken about your love for books and your passion, of, uh, your passion for that and what it is that you're doing with African, with African literature. But now, Throughout the interview, you keep saying while we were reading, and he's saying while we were reading. You know, I'm like thinking, Nogutila says while she was reading, and then Fortescue says while he was reading. Which one of you started reading what first, and what attracted <laughs> you to each other, and how did you know that he was reading something, and how did you, Fortescue, know that she was able to read anything? <laughs> like, I mean, I don't think a passion and the love for books can. I, I'm sure books can bring people together. Yeah. But to have such a perfect match, come on, guys, somebody tell us the secret. What happened? <laughs> what happened? Let me they answer that one. Uh-huh. I like to exactly. hear what men. <laughs> Let's hear your men's perspective. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, and I think when I first met here, like you know, I just finished adversity and where I was working in Secunda. Okay. And uh, the one thing that, like you know, uh, by that time, books was one of the things that I love. I love music. I love. Uh, like, you know, the movies as well. Yeah. I think what connected us, our first date, uh, it was uh, to a movie. Okay. So I love that, like, you know, she loved the movies. Before. No, wait, 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 <laughs> He's jumping wait, there. jumping. You are, yeah, yes, we, he's you know, jumping, yes, and he's jumping. He is jumping, he is jumping, he is jumping. Yeah. How did you meet? So, how did you be? Tell us, tell us how yes. you met. 
And Sarah every woman always wants to know, know if yes, they remember. The women always remember. Yes, the so date, what I was dressing, what I was wearing, I mean. Nontan Tamduli let us down a few weeks ago when she was here with her husband, Tabo. Uh, Tabo <laughs> could actually remember the dates. And Nontan was like, kept saying, ah, oh, sorry, baby, you are right. <laughs> Tawa actually remembered everything, so okay. we need we need we need Fortescue to let himself down and but, all. But he's popping around, like, so like, like Romeo said, Romeo's like no pressure, no pressure. Papa likes scotch, scotch. I mean, start from the beginning. Start from the beginning, from when you actually saw her. You can tell us you went to the movies. Ow. Can okay. we get to the first hello? Yeah. No, like I, the first time I saw her, I think it was second or third of Febru- February. Yeah. That was two thousand. Wow. Yes, because I remember, um, like, you know, like it was beginning of the month, and uh, the month before we stayed at a different place, and I just got a new flat. Okay. And then um, uh, she was traveling uh, with her friends. They were going somewhere with um, some of my friends. Hmm. And um, as they passed uh, my flat, uh, they screamed my name. Uh, because like you know, like I was sleeping, Whoa. like it was in the afternoon, like I was sleeping. <laughs> okay, and you know, um, now there's the real Romeo there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So 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 like you know, by that time, I didn't want to come out because I was so embarrassed about my flat. Like you know, we got a flat. I was sleeping on the floor, mm-hmm. and like you know, and I had this bed spread on the window. Oh my god. <laughs> So there was no way I was going to open for so, it. Did you say bed spread on the window? On the window. So, that's my with, curtain. So that's, that was the curtain. Okay. Yes. What color? What color was it? Don't say pink, please. No, like it was blue. It was oh. blue. <laughs> the shiny ones. The shiny ones. Those shiny the ones, ones with the, like, the little frill. Oh, oh. That one. Oh my gosh. With a little thready that's in between. Pretty, like, that's uh, the thing. Oh no. Okay, okay, okay. So, but like I went there, then, like, you know, like I just checked them, like, you know, uh, through the window, and then I saw her. And uh, that was the first time. And then I asked my friend, I said, like, you know what? Let's arrange a double date. Uh, like, you know. And then uh, we arranged a double date. And then we went to a movie. Um, like, you know, those Tuesdays, half a price movies. Huh? <laughs> Cheapskate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, this is a double date at a half a price. At half a price. Yeah, mm. ne? So, no, no, no. So, is, uh, was that the first time I, you saw I each other? I actually have a belated moment there. Uh, please allow me to come in before yes, I yes. get the question. Because I think it's very important. <laughs> And the question uh, is, is borrowing on what and that they're saying, the importance of humble beginning as a couple. You know, you, you, you contrast between uh, couples, uh, you know, today and couples back then. I mean, you know, you talk about, you know, the area used to stay, or the, the place you stayed in and then versus today. You know, for example, uh, today it's like uh, if you go on a date, someone will say, do you have money or not? Or, you know, yeah. before we date is, am I dating someone with money or not? If they don't have money, don't bother. Versus, you know, back then where, you know, humble beginnings and you, you kind of like loved each other regardless. You didn't have a, a full view what the future was going to look like, yeah. but you didn't consider material as the requirement for love. What is the importance? of that as a couple, especially when you're starting out? Do we always have to say I will date you because you're driving an expensive car, you have a big house, or I'll date you because I love you? Oh, that's a good one. (laughs) But you know what? I say material, it comes and goes. So if, if your love is based on that, Definitely, the chances of survival are very, yeah, yeah slim. Yeah, they're very slim. Yeah, and and he's been broke so many times. So if it was based on money, I could have left long, long time ago. ago. But <laughs> but uh, it was not about that. Yeah, I I, I guess uh, like he's been. Uh, I love intelligent men. So what I saw in him, the intelligent, I wanted someone who can challenge me. And I saw that, that even the first day, he, the one that he's talking about, it, it was all about challenges that day. He was questioning. He was asking a lot of questions. And I thought, who do you think you are? But I was liking it at the same time. So, <laughs> Okay, so, okay, you like intelligent men. And yeah. clearly, you like intelligent women. Okay, so now, <laughs> then when do you discover your passion and your love for, for reading? How did you guys 
No, because I know you, you love, uh, make, I mean, you've got your own magazines and then yes. you do this and that. Yeah. And then you've got three books. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but now, where was the meeting place for the first time where somebody said, where one of you said, Oh, I love reading. And, and then the other one said, Oh, me too. Oh, mm. yeah. He, How did that happen? He, I think it was on that day. You remember when you take, you were taking me to varsity, uh, because I used to work and I had a, a, a late class mm-hmm. and, and he, he said, you know what? I'll go with you. You can't walk at night alone. So that's where we found out that we are interested in the same thing. He started mm-hmm. talking about books and I said, have you read this one? And then it, it, we, we realized that we have so many common things, books, music, movies. And that's where the whole thing started, really. Okay. And when was the official, I'm going to ask you out and I think you should be my girlfriend or you should be my person or like who said what I don't know you know you know I look at I look at Bradford sometimes and I'm mm. thinking this one mm. he, he, he he pretends he's quiet but he's actually not he's not thank you for seeing that and most people you know what they say he's like, oh, you talk too much they say I'm, I'm the that. one who blabbers like a lot and he's like chilled hell no he's so <laughs> he is yeah tell us so what did you say okay uh, I, I, I remember um uh, like it was in 2001 and um she what we did okay <clears throat> a couple of months before like you know, she loved her friend so much and she wanted to throw her friend like a like you know, like a party okay and then uh, i asked her okay will you be able to afford it and she said no i don't have money i said okay no uh, here's some money huh? uh, to buy your friend a cake and just do something special. And you're still using a, a, a bit spread as kettle yeah. at that time. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got that. Uh, and then, like, you know, you're uh, very funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just checking. <laughs> you're no, getting your that was the investment. Yeah. Eh? Okay, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you thought investment, let's <laughs> spread kitten investment this side, and you chose investment. So, okay. but but like you know, uh, the more we started, like you know, being serious, like I saw the woman in her mm. because um, uh, after that, I think she started to open up, like you know, to me, and yeah. then like you know, uh, she will come uh, to my flat and say no. You need to change this. Like, you know, by that time, I just had a, like, you know, like at some point, I just had a bed and a fridge and a TV. Oh, finally, you had bought a bed. Yeah, like, <laughs> you even had a fridge <laughs> and a TV. Yeah. This was from moving from sleeping on the floor. Yes, like, but the best bed was still there. The oh, so, levels. And then my, my TV was like on the box that, like, you know, I bought it for. So. <laughs> That so. is so black. <laughs> like you buy a TV. Ah, Romeo. No, you did. The very box that you bought the yes. TV. Yeah. The TV. That's a TV stand. That's you TV don't stand. throw it away. Men. But 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 like you know, like I saw the woman in her because mm. like you know, she wanted to make that a home. Like even though she was not staying there, but she cared about like you know uh, the things that I've bought and all those things, and then uh, yeah, and then I decided like I think it was uh, two thousand and one. Uh, around July, and then uh, I no, no, no. She's shaking. No, no, no. Let oh, let me sorry. come in. No, no. Oh, here we have Romeo. Wait, wait, Romeo. <laughs> we had a dispute one more time. <laughs> we are having a Tabo Nontlandla moment again. This time is, it's a, it's, a, it's Brafort and and Noctula. No, no, no. Okay, he he's getting it wrong. They were he 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 tried to test me, ne? but at that time I didn't even know that was a test. What he did, he gave me like three thousand bucks. And I'm thinking, wait, wait, in what year? 2001. Yes. And I'm, I'm, (laughs) and I'm thinking, what is insane? Because I'm, I'm from a very poor background and we've been taught business from like an early age, from 13 years old. I was already selling stuff at home. So I thought, what? What's wrong with him? So I thought, okay. Maybe he's testing me, but I don't care whatever this is for. I'm going to go and remove that best bread on the window with his money and put a, a, a decent TV stand and put other couple things that I cannot mention. But yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> and I think that's I what no, no, no. I And we can mention, I know it was that underway with holes. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it. Romeo, it was the underway with holes. Romeo, Romeo, come in, come in, come in, Romeo. Yeah. Can I, can I, yes, yes. 
Ah, okay. So I think uh, what what I like from your story is how much you both take initiative without being told. And then what you do is you spot gaps and then you fill them for each other. I mean, from how, you know, your partner says, okay, do you have money? Here is money. He could have taken money and did something else, but he saw a gap and and in, initiated it. So what is the importance, I think, what is the importance of doing that, but also looking on the flip side where, where the more you take initiative as a partner, the more your partner just enjoys that and never reciprocate. What is the importance of balancing the initiative phase of the relationship? Mm. And I think like it's, <laughs> like, no, like it's very important. <clears throat> I think... Uh, um, we have been married for 17 years now mm. and uh, like you know we understand each other weaknesses and strengths very well and uh, right. that like you know so the areas that she knows that I'm not good at like you know she she acts bold on those because yeah. she knows that action will not be taken if like you know she doesn't <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't do it and uh, the areas that like you know what she's not good at I like you know like I step in as well so it is very important like you know to make sure that like you know what you complement each other very well and uh, mm. when like you know that moment comes uh, and I know that like you know what this is the the shaky area for her then like you know like I step in. And and uh, like you know, like I try to make sure that like, like, like you know, like it's done very, very well. Uh, like you know, she press it, and like you know, the way she would have wanted to be done. And I think uh, that is like you know what she has done, like you know, like in my life as well, very, very well. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, no, Tula. If I may add, Romeo, again, it's so easy to 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 spot if this person is is the person you want to spend your life with. If I'm always talking to you about. Uh, and don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with wigs and I'm wearing one actually. So if, if I'm always talking about material things and there's never a, 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 a how can I put it? A conversation that uh, when, when we talk, it shows our future and you, you, it's easy to spot if someone is your type or not, honestly. Okay. Now, when you said intelligence, uh, you were attracted to, you attracted to intelligent men and all of that. He was asking you a whole lot of questions. Yeah. And all of that. And, 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 and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I absolutely <laughs> adore that and I support that. But you know, but then sometimes. Yeah. Like, like he says, he, he checked you out. You were with your friends outside. Yeah. Now there's a group of how many girls standing there? Sure. Oof. How many of you girls were Yo, there? Yo, we were like eight. Eight yeah. girls. So yeah. now, yes. how do you spot that one out of eight girls? Mm. I mean, irrespective of you knew that Tandi, Najolali, Sipo, you know, That's and then, yeah, you know, is, is it a good question? So yes. I want to know. I want to know what too. did you see with I those two eyes of yours that made you attracted to this woman? You know, I need a backup now. It must have been something that you saw with your eyes. You're not gonna see intelligence with your eyes. Yes, intelligence. You think mm. it's somewhere in. So how did you pick out of the eight girls that I'm gonna find this one's intelligence? There must have been something. What was it? Mm-hmm. Tell us. Like you know, um, there is one thing that attracted me to her. Like you know, I think uh, by that time uh, she was slim. Ah! Tall. Yeah. And she was tall and. Uh, like no, and she was like no, beautiful. Like all her friends, like no, all the other guys, they were a little bit short. So she stood out, and they're like no. So that one, I said, that model is mine. So she, so did you hear that? Did you hear? No, but did you hear everything? Is protected. I think most classes men. The first thing you know to a lady is appearance. Yes, that's the thing. Obviously, as we grow older, you know, it's not about that. But I think as young men, the first time you see a woman, and you know that this one, I don't know if things will work out, but I'm going for that. My question is that then how Listen, he yeah. said everything in past tense. Ha. She was slim. Yes. Mm-hmm. She was there. You know, Rami, you noticed so much. Thank you for asking those questions. Mm. Mm. So, because, no, like, I'm just going back to that okay, moment. Just, okay, to that because, moment. Because and I can then, see, like, you, you added a couple of kilos now. And no, I'm so, yeah. I know most of it is just more like I was responsibility. Really slim as well. Yes. Was, slim yeah, as well. Was, <laughs> was he slim? What yes, he was. was. He was, he yeah. was slim. He was, he was very quiet at that time. He was 
was shy actually and uh, he was the first guy I've ever met who was shy when it I was always the shy one but now with him he was shy More and shy than you yes and I thought wow okay oh, palamaso <laughs> and I don't know how much of that has worked. None, no, none of it. No. So he, I told you, this guy's so he, he is so quiet, but huh. this guy, he's checking huh. everything out. You, you, you notice, you, you can see. <laughs> but guys, if you're listening are you, and you're just hearing us laugh, it's because we are with Fortescue and Nobutila Helepi from African Flavor Books, and they're just telling us where they came from, how they met, and all the beautiful love stories. And we've got Romeo on Skype. He's somewhere there, and he keeps butting in. Hey, my Romza. There he is. There he is. He's here. He is here. And you know, and we're just talking about these beautiful love stories and how he had a, a bedspread for a curtain and how he didn't have a bed and he put his TV on the actual box that he, that the TV came in. And, and now then, you, then how long have you been dating before you got married? Like it was uh, a year. A year. Mm-hmm. And then you pop the question like, yeah, you're, you, yes. this one. Yes. Uh, like, you know, um, the, no. when, ah, she's disagreeing, when, guys. Can, uh, can we have some, no, like, can we, you know, he, as, as you've said, he's a, quite a mean fellow, eh? You know what he did? One, <laughs> one weekend, tell us when, tell I'm us. gonna, born, tell us. one weekend he decided, you know what? I'm gonna invite her to my place. So I thought, mm, 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 that's not my kind of, uh, how I was yeah, raised, five, yeah. but I decided, okay, I'm gonna go. And then on a Saturday, he tells me, you know what? I think you should go and, and show and I thought, here he comes again with this shopping thing. Yeah. Can't he see I'm not that of a girl? Yeah. Okay. And I didn't want to shop. And then he said, just get out of my flat. I thought, uh-uh. he called you, then he asked you to get out. Yes. Uh-uh. I thought, get out of my flat. Who has ever said that before? And you know what? I said, hmm, I'm an independent woman. I'll go out of his flat and I don't care. And then, to my surprise, his bed with surprises. He was trying to to engage me, but the way he said it, I almost went home. Ha, hold on, hold on. Wait yeah, a I, minute. I, wait a minute. Today. Wait a minute. <laughs> what about what is coming to my flat? Yes, yeah. I'm gonna let you ask the question, Robbie. Hold on. I'm trying to get something <laughs> sure, here. Sure, sure. He's like, come, come to my flat. Yeah, that's a then Friday. Go shopping. You don't go shopping. Yeah. And he says, get out. And then. Which part of engagement is written on that whole script there? Because his bed, you see, that's what I'm saying. There was nothing. He just said, "Please go out of my okay. flat." Before you answer, maybe Romeo will sort you out. We'll help you yes. with whatever it is that you want. Yeah, to no, out. he's. I know Romeo. You know what the problem with Romeo? Romeo loves saving yeah, yeah. the brothers on the show, <laughs> and it's actually very unfair. He must, he must, he must yeah. save a brother on merit, not just because he's a brother. Yeah. But Romeo, I will let you do whatever it is that you want to do, even though I don't trust it. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, it's a it's a belated moment, um, and I want to ask both of you, and it would actually be nice to get both your views on uh, what I call assumption versus verification of facts. You know, as couples, we tend to jump on assumption, and we never ask twice. Mm. You know, you take assumption, and then you jump on it, and you act on it, and you destroy it. So what is the importance of saying, okay... Uh, um, I think what he's saying doesn't make sense, but let me just verify before I actually take a permanent action. Because I think assumptions has destroyed lots of relationship than we yeah. can count. Yeah, like I think uh, that is very like important, and, and I like um, um, you sh- indicating uh, one of the most important thing, like you know, in any relationship is communication, and um, communication, like you know, it is like you know. Um, my wife has a way of asking the same question like a you know, hundred times. Like, oh, uh, yeah, she's a wife. So, Hello. So, so, so to? to just check. Okay. But, but like, you know, but like, I think, uh, uh, one of the things that we enjoyed a lot, um, and uh, that made us like, you know, to communicate much better is that like, you know, uh, when we first met, we enjoyed very simple things. Like, you know, we will walk something like two kilometers to go and buy a one rent by that time, uh, like, you know, an ice cream from McDonald's was one rent. Mm. <laughs> you walk 
four kilometers, like you know, to go and come back and just to buy, like you know, that ice cream. And along the way, you talk a lot, and uh, that's the thing that, like you know, what uh, Bonda said, like you know, made us like you know, to communicate mm. much better. So for whatever thing, like you know, we have, um, like you know, we always make sure that, like you know, uh, we communicated a couple of times to make sure that, like you know, what um, a person like is fine. But coming to what you are saying in terms of, like you know, verification. Um, I think uh, it's very important, like you know, um, to to not assume. Um, and to make sure that, like, you know, what you get the facts from, like, a person and trust them, like, you know, and then, uh, let the person, like, you know, really, uh, buy your trust. And, uh, if yes, you find that, like, you know, they were not correct, then obviously uh, the trust is gone. But, uh, like, you know, we always try to make sure that, yeah, we communicate better. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I'll just say the same. It's communication, asking questions like a lot. Like he said, hundred. Yes, just to make sure that you understand what the other person is trying to to convey and trust actually mm. and trust. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Okay. Now, guys, how go, long? Go, go because I think your story was very interesting. Yeah, you know, because uh, you, you, so cut I, I you, cut, you cut us in. You cut. You cut. You cut. You cut in. Okay. Uh, yeah. So 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 now then you 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 got you got. Married, um, well, I don't know how the engagement came because you never got to, to tell us because that's actually where Robio came in. But, uh, so how did you know he was engaging you? Like, I had no what, idea, but he just chased me out of the, of the flat. Remember, he said, Come to my flat this weekend, let's just spend some time indoors. And it was raining, no, uh-huh. and then, and then he says on a Saturday morning, Go shopping. I said, I don't feel like shopping, it's raining, I want to sleep some more. I mean, I'm a student at that time, so yeah. a Saturday is one of those days that I treasured the most because I could sleep the whole day and do nothing. So yeah. now I thought we were going to do the same and then 10 o'clock a person tells me go so okay uh, you want to redeem yourself like are you trying to that moment uh, you can imagine you've been waking almost the whole two weeks yeah planning this surprise okay engagement everyone is on standby so <laughs> yeah. and my friend, we went on like, you know, the day before to go and buy some food and everything. I've Aww. invited people, some of her friends, like, you know, and making sure that no one, like, you know, uh, tells her. And uh, because I wanted, like, you know, it to be a surprise. So she can't be there. What so she can't be there. She can't be so there. why and did you invite me? And, and oh. people, and people <laughs> were, like, you know, were waiting. The, yeah. Because I told them, I said, at a certain time, we need to start preparing. Yeah. So, and she was just difficult <laughs> She didn't uh, want to move Okay, but then, then you left And then how did she come back? That's a good one I left And I, I, I decided uh, I'm going to walk to town Joey So <laughs> just to, to try And analyze of what just happened uh-huh. And what went wrong Yeah And on my way to town I see one of his friends Coming and yelling Hey Noctula Please stop And I'm thinking They are both crazy So he sent this one To come and beg me yeah. <laughs> So I, I But I decided You know what I'm gonna stop And instead of Explaining everything He just said Okay where are you going I said I, I don't know But I think I'm walking to town Just to clear my head And he said Okay I'll go with you How oh, my god And I'm thinking He's this gonna guy. tell me What What is happening or what happened? No, he takes the conversation uh, totally in a different direction. And I thought, I have met two of the most craziest people in town. And, and one day they're bringing drama in your life. Oh my God. And I was really, I had no clue what ha- was happening. But we got to town, we, we, we had some drinks, and he decided, you know what, let's go back and just try to find out what he was thinking. So out of curiosity, I said, I'm yeah. going to go and really find out what what is it that made him to snap like that and what went wrong to my surprise yeah you walked in and and the room was full of people and ah! surprise <laughs> guess what he said will you marry me and instead of saying yes i clap him first ah! <laughs> no, guys. For, I think uh, this woman has drama, <laughs> drama for days. So you slap him first, yes. and then, but then, and then what? And say, then say yes, yes, yes. You're like pa, and then yes. I, oh, 
I cried and then, uh, and then I slapped him and then I said yes afterwards. Oh gosh. What a crazy. You see what happens when you've got a, a, a bachelor flat? You have problems <laughs> like this. You couldn't even locate, like, no, locate in the other room. No. Yeah. Yeah. The there. struggle was real. Everything is here. Yeah. Like, you can't even hide anything. No, oh my God. What a beautiful story. And then you said yes. And now you guys have been married how many years now? Almost 17 years. Yes. 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 Yeah. yes 17 years. And how many kids? Three boys. No girls? No girls. Three boys. You know what? I just wanted to make sure he doesn't complain. You know, men, when you have girls, they're like, I wish for a boy. So I said, you know what? Three boys. Is he not complaining that he doesn't have a girl now? No. He just said no. Ah! He just said maybe. Don't you think of uh, uh, we should try for a girl? I said Ezu. Yo 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 yo. Yeah, yo, yo. no, it's not gonna no, happen. No. Okay. No. So three boys and that's it. It's more than enough. Like, oh just my god. No. Yes. Uh, that's uh, it. The factory is closed. No. Okay, and guys, tell us what has been your most amazing moments, your your biggest highlights in, oh. in both your marriage and in your career. I mean, the two of you. I mean, you were working. I know you're a mechanical engineer, right? Yes. And and you, what were you doing while he was being a mechanical human engineer? resource? Doing human resource. Yes. Oh, that's why you're like you talk too much. Okay. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. So now human but resource and mechanical engineering came together, <laughs> and then now you have this beautiful bookstore that is just growing in leaps and bounds. I mean, at the Abantu Book Festival, yeah. you were the only store so, there, yes. and everybody bought. Ah, and I remember I saw the updates on Abantu Book Festival. Yeah. On the updates. They actually wrote that about 800 books were sold. Yes, yes. Wow. Everything. Oh, yeah. Every every day. day. Yes. And it was on for. Yeah, we sold, I think. Uh, close to 1,900 books Wow For that weekend Wow yeah. and So you see Black people don't read And they, they read. read They read And what, what message do you have For the black people Who apparently don't read Oh uh, For me I'll say Black people do read Yes It's just that they, It's hard for them to, to, try, to find stories That they can associate As I've said before And the message that I say I would leave them with Is If you can't find something That you, you want to read Why don't you write your own yes Right, yes. write your story, tell your story. Yes. And then who knows? Maybe there's hundreds of people who's going to enjoy your book. In fact, that was going to lead to my oh. next question because I was going to say, then what do you have to say to the writer? Yes. And you just like uh, answered it uh, in all in one. Yes, uh, Ramza? Can you please uh, allow me? I need to, I need to go, I need to step into another meeting. Uh, can I just, uh, you you will wrap up, please. Allow me to get off the the call, okay. but just to say thank you so much to our guests for coming and uh, continue the conversation with uh, with Rami. And then, but <clears throat> bottom line is that uh, we appreciate what you are doing and uh, we support it whenever you have events and all that. Would actually Ramster think about it? Would you actually have a nice uh, outside broadcast at the event itself? You know, you know, among other uh, things that we would like to do with you. But I believe this is not the end of our conversation. And I wish you well And uh, thank you so much uh, for, 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 for visiting us today Oh, Thank, thank you so you much Romeo. Romeo. Right, Thank you my Romeo <laughs> Bye Enjoy the rest of the day All right We'll talk to you Some other time Cool And, um, and now And you uh, Fort We've got Two minutes left Before we get to the end of the show What, what is your hope And your dream For, for an African child Who doesn't even know that there are African stories that are being written out there yeah. for them, about them, yeah. you know, and with them in mind. Right. <clears throat> like, you know, um, the message I always say, and uh, that's what we are trying to do to, uh, to encourage our people to read. And, uh, the other thing is that, like, you know, for our people to realize that we are um, in the years where knowledge and information is more important than any other thing. Yeah. And uh, you need like, not to source that. You need to invest in that uh, because the world is moving fast and um, you can't fall back yeah. uh, because you're not a reader. So try to make sure that like, you, know, you read and read uh, the books that um, are relevant to you uh, based on where you are, like mm-hmm. I always tell people, start where your interest is, and uh, not everyone can start with like you know long walk to freedom and like you know, but starts where your interests are and then build up from that. Yeah. But uh, to the black child, I will say like you know, you have so much. This is a beautiful continent, like you know, and uh, the only way of making it more beautiful is for us to to print our own 
uh, like you know, footprints on it. Yeah. Uh, for us to write our own stories, as my wife was saying, for us to to go back and remember how like you know uh, we were raised, and uh, like you know, and to pass that information to our kids to see how life has changed in these years, and for them to realize like you know in 2050 life will be totally different, and they need to document whatever they are doing right now. Absolutely, yo, what a beautiful morning we had, and we just ran out of time, but it has been a pleasure having you, you know. Tula and Mr. Fortescue here and, uh, on Belighted with Rami and Romeo. Your absolute light. We thank you for each and everything that you do and keep shining. You know, oh. keep shining. And that's it from us on Belighted with Rami and Romeo. See you next week, Monday. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. Bye.